up, everybody? Welcome to the Damn Dude Podcast. Damn, dude. This is episode 83, and I'm your host, California Cal. California Cal. And this is a show where we're here to help educate, entertain, and make an impact on the world in a really fun-ass way where we have conversations that need to be had in a way that'll make you think and say, damn, dude. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. I'd noticed from all the podcasts I was listening to and all the people I was looking that I had looked up to, when they would hear something like mind-blowing, that's what they would say. They'd be like, damn, dude. And I caught myself saying that and I was like, yo, I think that's going to be it. <laughs> Originally, I was actually going to name the show The Lace Up because it's like, yo, we're here to lace you up. And that's what the show's about. You know what I mean? But uh, it is what it is. And um, just to kind of set the precedent, this is like kind of this is a big motivation for why the show's around and kind of. Mm, yeah, like I said, it just it, 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 here. I'll stop talking. No, I wasn't trying to hit that shit. This nigga was my tutor, man. This nigga tried to steal me right, man. I wasn't trying to hit that shit. Mm-hmm. No, but uh, shit, everything you were telling me was right, homie. It was right, man. I appreciate it, too, man. Mm-hmm. Nigga always told me the truth, you know. Mm-hmm. That's real shit. That ain't in no bio right there. Well, that's the only reason this group, you know, people, I won't even say a group. It's the only reason two men can really call themselves friends or partners or homies. Can't start with lies, you can't build on lies, and you know what I'm saying? When it's all over, you know what I'm saying? Can't be no lies a part of it. Yeah, everything between. Damn, dude. Yo, that's some real shit. Like, dude, and if you haven't noticed, especially if you're a fan of the show, I'm a huge motherfucking fan of Pimp C, or, you know, Pimp C, Bun B, UGK, like, Ah, dude. So all credit to them. I don't own rights to any of this stuff. That was a random interview I found off YouTube. And, you know, you'll catch me using little samples here and there of of a lot of stuff that they say or do or something like that. And it's a big part of how I think about shit, honestly. I've learned a lot, a lot, a lot from their music and their interviews and their way that they just live. Like, it's pretty fucking dope. So... What that leads me to and why I use that is because, like I said, we're here to tell the truth and have conversations that need to be had. And today, because like why? Because today's social climate is fucking ridiculous, dude. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Like we're in such a place where people are so fucking judgy and act so fucking perfect or like they know everything. Whoa. And, uh, it's ridiculous, dude. Like, we're not allowed to make jokes anymore. We're not allowed to fucking do or say shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's ridiculous. And it's pretty crazy because it's in this world of cancel culture. I don't even fuck with that shit whatsoever. Like, if you talk about that stuff, I'm just like, oh, you're into some lame shit. I'm not even trying to talk to you. Because if you think about it, that's just oppression. And you're canceled because you said this. It's like, well... If if freedom of speech is real and legitimate, then how can you cancel somebody? That's within your right to say that, but at the same time, it's irresponsible because that's a it. it just, life just doesn't work that way. Like everybody says and does dumb shit, and if you just take one little piece out of every person's life, you could definitely, and especially if there's no context, you can definitely flip it. Like 
everybody said some fucked up shit between their friends or certain groups of people or whatever. Everybody. There's not one person who's immune to it. And if you haven't said anything fucked up between any of your friends or something like more power to you or you're holding shit in, you're probably about to explode and fucking like freak out on somebody. So you better start cracking some jokes or saying something. Well, but my point is, is that, yeah, we don't need to go be saying fucked up shit behind people's backs. My point is, is that we all have had opportunities to live and grow and be a, and get off the hook for certain things. You know what I'm saying? Like we've all said fucked up things. And if one person's allowed to, to be let off the hook for it, why not the rest? And it's crazy because like our whole social climate is so flipped to where if it's in the name of comedy, it's okay. But if somebody is like, Hey, look, this is what I think, blah, blah, blah. I think that whatever, right? Oh, all of a sudden it's not funny or it's not valid or it's not whatever. But if we just, if the title of comedy and whatever is on it, Oh, we're all cool with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's so wacky. Like, like people will go and listen to comedy and then be afraid to laugh at a joke that their friend makes. That's within reason to make, you know what I mean? Like there's a, a, a level of mindfulness. Yes. And there's a level that we can play at where we can make jokes about different races and cultures and use it in a way to bring us to get, excuse me, the goes, in a way to bring us together. At the same time, there's a lot of people who are ignorant and say shit that's way overboard. And it's like, you know what I mean? As soon as there's a, it's a, it's a very fine line, but the thing is, that's what kind of equals the freedom about it is that there is a fine line between, yo, you just said some actually fucked up shit versus, oh, that's pretty funny. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, or an opportunity to learn or something. But the thing is, is why I think jokes about being able to joke appropriately about different cultures and races is because it connects us and it and it teaches us. It gives us an opportunity to teach and learn. And like I've said before in past episodes, if you don't understand another fucking culture, or you, you like, you know, nothing start at the food. All Just start at food. You know what I mean? That, that's a great place to start. Start at food, flowers, plants. You know what I'm saying? Just basic stuff like that. So you kind of just, you start getting the idea and then work your way into traditions and customs and all of that stuff. Like if you really don't know how. And I realized for me, I'm, I'm pretty good. I like to think I'm pretty good at, at um, understanding different culture. Uh, I've been around and exposed to a lot of different culture. Very, very fortunately. So it's something that I kind of get, like, I know how to fall into place and I know how to like observe for respectfulness in different cultures. And I think that that is a thing that like, if you don't know how to do that and you just be like arrogant about your ways or, Oh, it's my way. It's like, that's when you come off as an asshole. And then all of a sudden shit gets weird, you know, but what happens is that's a cultural misunderstanding because if you're like a white dude from America, born and raised, and your parents are like, you're like fifth generation, sixth generation here. I don't even think you can be a white person here and be that <laughs> that many generations old. So like, but let's say you're like a white person here and you're like fifth generation. Like, 
you definitely have a different culture and experience than somebody who's here from fucking China or Hungary or whatever, right? And, you know, you're first generation in America or you're not even an American or you're, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever the case may be, we don't, like, we don't know. So it's like in American culture, like, you know what I'm saying? Like amongst, like, if you were to call what like American culture is, it's hard to say because what are we talking about? Who are we talking about exactly of American culture? Who is that? You know what I'm saying? Um, who, who are we talking about? If we say American culture, what is American culture? So for me, I just realized that I'm automatically talking about like white people shit where you're like fucking excited to eat hot dogs and you don't season your food and like you, you know, like the smells like wet dogs thing and like <laughs> all the things we've heard jokes about and the stereotypes and all of that, right? Like hamburgers and fucking flags and, and high shorts and, and sh- shoes with no shoelaces type of shit, right? Like. <laughs> like is that um, that's part of american culture but what's very interesting is so is fucking sideshowing and doing burnouts and fucking smoking blunts with no seatbelts and sitting on the fucking back of a 1985 camaro doing burnouts at the stoplight in fucking oakland that's also american culture now at the same time Going and being like, hey, we're going to eat some motherfucking rattlesnakes and alligators and, you know, like down south culture. That's also American culture. If you're like, yeah, you motherfucker, get the fuck out of here. Like, we ain't got time for this shit. Like, I don't know. That wasn't exactly New York, but that, <laughs> that was like a blend of all the people on the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? If you're from Florida, you're just like, I'm an island boy just trying to make it. I'm going to just walk one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Or if you're from Montana, you're like, howdy, I'm Joe Montana. God bless these mountains and God's green earth. Or if you're from Idaho, you're like, oh, hey there, Spud. How's the potatoes there, Spudnik? Or if you're from Wisconsin, you're like, oh, hey, how's the cheese out there? Or if you're from fucking different parts of Southern California, you're like, oh, or you sound like me or you fucking or like sup homie was cracking cuz or like so what's up blood like that's all american culture like was popping five american culture give dang on how dang on talking about give dang 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 american culture you know like down when people are american culture dang on like eating off my porch and on my lawn american culture like you know we totally just need to eat granola and like leave the penguins alone american culture we we we've been on this property for 75 years and we will rebuild american culture all of this shit is american culture dude and it's like you know what I'm saying? Like there's so, and I'm leaving out so many different stereotypes of people that exist in, in America. Hella like 
And then there's also, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, there's the ones that aren't so popular. Like my favorite thing. And I realize I don't, I, I, I didn't really think this out, but like, but one of my favorite cultures to do from back in the day was Asian car culture specifically. Like it's different from like, um, like see, I wanted to say American car, car, car culture, but I guess Asian American car culture is what I'm speaking on behalf of. But the thing is, you don't have to be Asian to be participate, to participate in it. I mean, I am Asian, I have Chinese, but at the same time, you could be anybody, you know what I'm saying? It was cool, but it was just, I call it Asian American car culture because it was predominantly Asian people, Asian American people doing, you know what I'm saying? Having the meetups, doing the cars, blah, blah, blah. So to me, that was one of the funnest times that was such a like, like the way we talk, it would be literally be like, Oh, I'm going to go race with my Asian homies. Like it was like, Oh, meeting up with the Asians. Like it was normal to say that. And it hadn't, you know, it wasn't bad. And now it's like, what do you mean Asian? Like, Oh, I mean that they're Asian. (laughs) And now you can't even say that. So what kind of leads me, what kind of like leads me to the next thing is like, dude, just recently, well, in the last like day or two, apparently, so, for those of you that don't know, Pablo Escobar had he had brought hippos over and it was basically like a fucking flex. And if you look up, there's a there's this old documentary called Pablo's Hippos and it was, it's fucking sick, dude. It was really fucking sick. I don't even know where you can find it these days, but it's called Pablo's Hippos and it's a sick ass documentary and it was about basically like him flexing his power and they call him the cocaine hippos. I don't know if they put out a new documentary or what. I haven't seen any of that, but. It was like, yo, it was just the ultimate flex on, I can get shit here. And he got, it was something like he was able to get these hippos here like the next day or so, like something insane. And it's not even supposed to be possible, right? And the so the hippos are kind of like running wild and they're like tearing shit up and fucking people up and all this stuff. And so what they're talking about is charging these hippos as humans, huh what like what <laughs> what are we talking about what the fuck you okay let's let me say this again to make sure that like i'm not tripping and you guys aren't tripping the hippos are going to be charged as humans um what (laughs) what like we can do that now like how the fuck am i not allowed to call a man a man a woman a woman but we can't we're allowed to call a fucking hippo a human i mean some humans resemble hippos but they're not fucking hippos we play hungry hungry humans play the game hungry hungry hippos and we're not hippos. You, you're pretending when you're playing that game. You're not actually a hippo. I hate to break it to you. Like, <laughs> you're not a real hippo. I love hippos. Hippos are fucking cool. And my cousins just got hippo tattoos. And dude, hippos are absolutely one of my fa- most favorite animals. And they will fuck up anybody, anything. Because they are hippos hippopotamus they're hippopotamus a hippo you cannot call 
How the fuck do they know that the hippo identifies or wants to identify as a human? Why are they assuming that these hippos know the law? Why are they assuming that these hippos fucking speak English? Why are they assuming these hippos speak Spanish? Like, why are they assuming these hippos fucking... You, what the fuck do you know that a hippo knows? Like, how are you... This is pure stupidity. And this is the social climate to where we're allowed to call a hippo a motherfucking human and we can't call a boy who was born a man a boy or a man. We have to make up other names like, yo, this is on some bullshit. I'm all for freedom of being able to identify with whatever the fuck you want to identify with. Cool. But don't put it on me like that's you. You you do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm cool, dude. Like, you keep that shit. Because I'm not a hippo, and I'm not a fucking this or a that or a fucking whatever. I'm just myself, dude. Like, I, whatever. You could, you can think whatever the fuck you want for me, but keep it to yourself if you're gonna, because that's the same thing as name calling. I don't want to be called that shit. I don't identify as any of these weird fucking, like, uh, trendy words that we throw out when somebody's offended. Oh, you're fucking this and that and blah, blah, blah. And you know what I'm saying? Like, cis, racist, this, that. It's like, you can't do or say anything without people acting like that. And you know what? If that's how you are and if the stuff I just said offended you, then, like, literally you are a part of the problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, on some real shit, like... You're fucking tripping if you think we're allowed to call hippos humans. and No, we're allowed to call them that. But to be actually serious about acting on that like it's a fact is factually stupid. It's incorrect. It's false. Like, as a fact, it's false. And... So many of us, especially in fucking California, are on, like, we're just fed so much weird bullshit of, like, you can't say this, and you can't say that, and you can't do this. And you know what? California used to be the first place where you you could stand the fuck up and say whatever the fuck you want. You could stand up and make a fucking song that said, fuck the police, fuck the police, fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Like, California, we talked our fucking shit, and now we're just some fucking sissies. Like, we're a bunch of fucking wimps who are scared to say fucking anything. There's a handful of people. I'm not saying everybody. I go by fucking California Cal, dude. Like, this shit's embarrassing, dude. Like, I love California, and I got pride for California all fucking day. And the way that we're doing shit is absolutely fucking embarrassing, dude. Like... To be able to let these fucking wimpy, loud fuckers just act like they're in control. Fuck you guys. Like, we're fighting back. We're standing up. This is the end. Like, authenticity is what's fucking real. And we're not playing this bullshit game anymore of being scared to make jokes and being scared to speak up and being scared to fucking just live. Like, fuck you. I'm going to start talking shit. Whoever the fuck wants to join me, let's fucking go. We can be funny together. We can have fun together. We can share culture together. Because fuck these motherfuckers who are sitting here worried about saying, you can't say this, you can't say that, because they think it's creating unity when it's actually creating division. Because look at who's fucking feels comfortable to talk about anything now. Nobody feels fucking comfortable to talk about anything. And the people talking about shit are taking the fucking heat. And you know what? 
I give props to you guys and I give love for you guys because I'm doing the same thing and I'm here to support moving fucking forward and growth and free speech and freedom of choice and freedom of being able to pick what the fuck goes into your body or doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck you guys. And the rest of you people who agree with me, you guys got to start telling these people, fuck you guys, because these people are entitled, entitled as a fuck. And this shit ends here because entitlement is not entitlement is our culture right now. And that's fucking sad, dude. Damn, dude. That is American and especially Californian culture right now is fucking entitlement. Damn, dude. And this shit needs to fucking change, dude. This is some absolute fucking bullshit. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back. Damn, dude. This world we live in, man, it ain't nothing but drama. What up, everybody? Welcome back. Damn, fucking snapped on that last one here. So, <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Because I'm fucking tired of it, dude, to be honest. Like, and I know you guys are too. Ever since that fucking, you know what it was? Holy shit, I just remembered. Ever since whoever the fuck got us, whoever pushed th- the you're not allowed to say Merry Christmas thing back in like 2002 or so, 2003 maybe. Whenever the fuck that was, maybe 2000, yeah, around 2002, 2003, sometime around there, whenever the fuck that was where it was like, you can't say Merry Christmas, you have to say Happy Holidays, yo, whoever the fuck's idea that was, that has been the perpetual problem since, and there may have been something long before, I mean, I'm sure there's stuff long before that, but for me personally, that was the mark where like, or like the flag stands is like, pink, like, oh, that's where we started becoming fucking like just weird like (laughs) we just became fucking weird dude like yo i'm all for hippied out type of shit i'm a hippie ass motherfucker dude like i know i don't really present myself like that i maybe i don't know actually i'm not really sure i haven't taken much stock of how i come off in a long while but um i am very deeply like a hippie ass type dude to my core like my core 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 beliefs are like people and nature that's and in order of people babies women everybody else after that you know what i'm saying or babies kids women everybody else after that that that's my fucking shit you know what i'm saying if people are fucking dying and falling off boats that's the order i'm gonna save people in this lifetime that's the order that i help people and I'm not discriminating against men. It's just that, like, we're on a different, you know what I'm saying? This is just, this is my fucking thing. Whatever the fuck. Think what you want. I don't need to explain anything. That's what I believe in. That's where I stand. And that's how I do things. And the thing is, is, like, we've become so scared to just do our own thing and talk our shit and say what we believe. So, oh, where I, was, I know where I was going with that was. I'm majorly into fucking hippie type shit. I'm into energy big time. I fucking, believe it or not, I'm into like, I understand the powers of crystals and stones and all these different things. And I've got little things all around and you know what I'm saying? Paulo Santos, Sage, like I've been about this shit for a long time. I'm not like one of these internet people about it. Like I just do it quietly and by myself and you know what I'm saying? So I believe in that shit and I practice that type of stuff meditation plant medicines alkaline like right now i got a 
green juice is full alkaline alkaline it's a fully alkaline green juice all organic um with alkaline water you know what i mean like this stuff is important so i'm majorly into that trust me and i believe that you know like people are all people all have equal opportunities and as human beings as our soul we're all connected and we all share things in life, which is for one life, we're all alive on this planet Two, we all share death. We all share feelings and emotions. We all share thoughts. And a lot of times they're all very similar. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times if you're thinking something about somebody and there's a chance they're thinking it about you, if you're paying attention, stuff like that, like, Amazing things can happen when you pay attention. You know what I'm saying? And you tr- and you feel your feelings and your intuition and your you use your senses and we participate in in doing that. And there's something that's been a big thing that I'm I've been really been learning over these last few days, especially with 75 hard. Today is day 31. And uh oops. Sorry, I was kind of jotting notes real quick. Um <laughs> So day 31, and I'm like, dude, what I fucking realized majorly and big time, especially when I went on my hike this morning, or on my run, I guess you can call it run, hike, I've been running a lot more, I've been really fucking, something kicked in where I was just like, douche, 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 like T-1000 running up this hill, no, I, I, I mean, that's how my brain felt realistic, I was like, <clears throat> like flopping like a fish out of water, like up this hill, <laughs> And in my, in my mind, I'm like, dish, 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 T-1000 fucking Terminator running, which by the way, I've still never seen Terminator. And I always make this joke and I realize nobody thinks it's funny, but me is, oh, I'm not old enough to watch it yet. And <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it's funny that you're like that. Okay. The reason I said is because when I was a kid, I was never old enough to watch that damn movie. And to watch any of the Terminator movies. And then so to this day, I've still never seen them because I had every time I had asked about it, I was never old enough. And I had asked for years and granted, I've seen all sorts of other crazy shit, but like for, you know, my parents trying to be responsible, like, Oh no, you know, you know, later, you know, you can watch it. That's fine. But forever, I was not old enough. I'd asked like a couple times throughout several years. And that's why that's my interpretation of it. So in my head, I'm like, Oh, you know, I've never seen Terminator. What? How have you not? Oh, cause I'm not old enough. So <laughs> okay. I don't know even know if that's funny or not. It's just funny to me. So fucking, um, anyway, I, yeah, I feel like I'm fucking Terminator running up this shit and whether I'm floppy or not, I'm fucking doing it. <laughs> And what I realized is that like your that my brain, my body, and especially because our gut is our first brain. And if you go do your research, it's true. Um, I'm, we're not even going to debate it. You can't even debate about that because it's a pre-recorded show. Anyway, so debate with the comment section. Or <laughs> and leave a five-star written review if you're going to do that. <laughs> no, so what I realized is like, dude we've got to put in the positive work into ourselves while things are good. And usually that's when we let off the fucking gas is when things are good because it's like, all right, we got comfortable fucking coasting. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, is no matter how much you're coasting, even if you fucking did 160 down the freeway, like physically, 
and you start coasting, at some point you're slowing down and you got to fucking resume the gas. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to fucking put your foot on the throttle and keep moving. So I feel like with that analogy, that's what we do in our relationships. And that's what I do and have done. And that's what I have done. And I do with my business and all sorts of different things. Excuse me. Drink some of that. Uh, In my house, we call this snake venom or like monster juice or something. But I remember before uh, kiddo's mama was like, all right, like Nate, come drink your green juice. He's like, oh, and then I was like, dude, that's not now. So next day I was like, watch this. I'm like, Nate, I got something for you. Like what? It's called snake venom. I made snake venom. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, bro. Snake venom. Try this. He's like, huh? Okay. He takes it. Oop, oop. Oh, this is good. I was like, bro, that's the same thing you drank yesterday. <laughs> we're all cracking up. We're like, what the hell was that? And I was like, dude, you see what I'm saying? Presentation matters, man. Like, <laughs> like, yo, so this is the thing is that little example is proof. Our words matter. How we present things matter. And this is the thing is if our relationship, if our relationship if our relationships, because I'm not even talking romantic or not, just kind of in general, if it may be, if it's romantic, sure, but whatever. Our relationships appear to be well-oiled and working good. And that that's great. Now, at the same time, just like a car, you've got to change the oil. You can't see it going bad. You just know it's declining every day. It's not bad because here's what happens is it's just like integrity, like the way I see it, and I love this example because this always changed, this actually forever changed my life, which is when I grew a relationship with integrity, how I started that was I realized that, or I learned, I should say that integrity is like a bicycle. And if you think about it, that bicycle, every second it's being used and every inch that it's moving forward Every bump, every everything, every pedal that it's being pedaled, it's going out of integrity. Now, is it bad or wrong that the bike is going out of integrity? No, it's absolutely not. The tires are supposed to be used. The brake pads are supposed to be used. The the pedals are supposed to be ridden. The handle grips are supposed to be gripped. The seat's supposed to be sat on. You know what I'm saying? Like these different things, like the pedals are supposed to be stood on. You're supposed to use it to get to the destination or to win the race, right? So let's say for in this example, it's a race bike. Now, by the time you fucking rode 100 miles or whatever, your bike's going to need a tune-up. You're either going to need to fucking rotate tires, put a new one on, change, you know, lube this, do that, tighten some, uh, tighten some spokes, you know, re-grease your chain, whatever, re- like lube your chain, whatever it might be, right? So the thing is, is that like we start like if so that happens in our relationships and our relationship with ourselves too. That's a relationship as well. So that that that's included. And so whatever position you're in, you know what I'm saying? So 
if this integrity is like a bicycle, if, sorry, if integrity is like a bicycle, what is the integrity to our relationships? Our relationships are slowly getting used and worn out because every day that goes by is a day that's not either added or taken from that pot, you know, either adding or, or nothing is going to be happening in that pot. So as every day goes by, integrity goes some sort of direction. So the thing is, the way I see it is like checkpoint, like when you hit the checkpoint and you go for your tune up on your bike, that's the same thing as having conversations that need to be had with people. That's the same thing as taking accountability for things. Cause sometimes there aren't conversations that you can even have about stuff at a certain point. And it's just like, all right, I just got to take responsibility for, for myself and how I feel and do what I can do, you know? And a lot of times that's hard because people feel certain types of ways and whatever, but like our feelings are our own. Their feelings are their feelings. Our feelings are our feelings. And it's important to acknowledge them and, and, you know, make sure that they're, and make sure that the person knows that it's valid to feel the way they feel. But the thing is, is like, because we've let our integrity go out for so long in our relationships, we're pedaling, like, we're putting in the same strength pedaling at this point with flat tires. Now, if those tires were full, you pedaling the same speed, you're going to be fucking hauling ass and going places. But the thing is, those tires are flat. The chain's rut drying out. You need grease in your fucking bearings. Your spokes are loose. Your brake pads are worn. So now you can't speed up or slow down. And you're just out of control. So when we're out of control, that's when fucking shit is scary. You feel anxious. Like, I've had times where I've had... I, I mean... I, I can come up, I, I can fucking literally tell stories for days about times where I almost, where I'm driving or riding something sketchy as fuck home. You know, I fucking crashed it. I have a broken arm. I fucking, a wheel fell off. A fucking the hood flew up. Like a fuck, whatever, right? Like we're running out of gas. You know, uh, the tire's leaking and I'm pulling over and filling it up every so often. Like whatever it may be, right? You know, I could use those metaphors forever, but the th the point is, is that when you're just limping home and you're just limping around and you're just fucking riding around on flats everywhere, shit doesn't work. And that's how anxiety builds and that's how depression builds and that's how all these things build. Because even though you're doing the right, th even though you're physically doing the right thing, which is, yeah, you should be on your bike and pedaling because that's living life. But the thing is, you shouldn't be on your bike pedaling if the tires are flat and, and the whole thing needs a tune up. That's not safe. You know what I mean? And that's going to affect the way that you feel as you're cruising. You know, when I'm on in a something sketchy, I don't feel safe when I'm cruising. And I especially don't feel safe if I need to do something crazy with that machinery. So the thing is, is let's say your machinery is your relationship. And as that dwindles out, like at a certain point, see, and this is the thing too, at a certain point, you just got to buy a new bike. There's so, there's only so much you can do to bring an old bike up to par to compete with a brand new bike just by the 
materials that it's built with. So if we could look at the material that people are built with, like what life journey have different people gone on to achieve certain understandings to be able to be aware enough to work on things in real time while they're good. So that way, if there's an emergency, we don't have two, we don't have a confused person and a confused person showing up. And even if you're by yourself, your confused person being your physical body versus your brain or your thoughts, I should say, then there's a disconnect and you're confused. You don't know what to do. Anxiety. And then at some point, it just makes more sense to not ride the bike at all and give up. Damn, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like you might as well fucking walk. So a lot of times that's what our lives are reduced to is we have this sick bike that can get us where we need to go, but we just refuse to put air in the tires or fucking tighten shit or do what's necessary to keep it going. Or we just keep, we keep doing that and the, it's just not adequate. We're just, it's just bandaid after bandaid after bandaid after bandaid after bandaid. And at some point something needs to fucking change. Now that's why I've chosen to take on 75 hard is because dude, I realize at some point something within myself has got to fucking change because I keep doing the same bullshit and I, I it's like, okay, I've excelled as far as I could excel with my bullshit to the point where I live a pretty good life in my head. I, I don't mean like an imaginary where I'm in denial, but I mean like mentally I'm at peace. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel my pains and I'm very honest with myself about how I feel. That's what I mean by that. So I'm like, dude, something needs to change because I keep doing this thing where I'm only working on myself where, when I get to my end or my last wits and I need to be doing the work long before I get to that. So if I could do the work while I'm good, if I keep feeding good stuff to a good body, if I keep feeding good stuff to a good relationship, if I keep feeding good stuff to good things, then my life will just naturally go that way. What I choose to follow on the internet, what I, all of those things. And I'm realizing, holy shit, I started following more and more people who were doing 75 hard and into like like-minded shit because I'm like, dude, we got to fucking go because nobody else understands because they're not doing it. And I'm like, out of all the several thousand people that I've between, I follow them and they follow me <clears throat> is like, <coughs> excuse me. I've got to put more of this into my view and my whatever. So it's like, holy shit, there are a lot of people on some other shit. Or I should say on on the same shit to where it's like, yo, we're growing this together and we can all succeed and we can all win. Because like I said, I want everybody to win, dude. So that's why I do this. That's why it's like I try to educate and entertain as much as I can through sharing my life experiences, because there's something about learning through somebody's experiences to where you can relate it to yourself in your own life. And that's been the way that I've learned the most is through this type of experiential learning to where I can feel what the other person is feeling based off of how well they told the story and how much emotion they were able to communicate and share with me about it. 
to where I'm like, oh, fuck, this made such a big difference in my life. And that's why I'm so big on, dude, the power of sharing. Once we realize we all go through very similar shit, just in different shapes and different percentages of it, like we we all experience the same shit, just different percentages of the same shit. You know what I mean? Like for some people, their whole fucking life. But see, but the thing is, is this is what has to do with our purpose. For some people, their whole life has to do with race issues. For some people, their whole life has to do with financial issues. For some people, their whole life has to do with relationship issues. For some people, it has to do with image issues. For some people, it has to do with whatever, right? Cultural, this, that. It could be anything. But this is the thing. It's like we all, if you're alive, then that means you you have an existence in all of these categories as well. It's just, do you only have 1% in it or 98% in it? You know what I'm saying? It's like, I look at it for money is for me. This is probably my biggest one. And I'm like, dude, my understandings of good habits and learn and earn it, like good ways to earn and spend and invest and donate and give money I'm still new at like I'm I'm just now learning these things. You know what I'm saying? So it's not something that I'm good at, but it's something I'm willing to learn because I understand that holy fuck, I suck at this. And being honest with myself about it is very helpful because I feel like when we're honest, it helps people like people want to help us when we just are real about shit, you know? So I'm like, dude, my whole thing about money, my views of money and all this are from like most of all my original ones. I should, my default understandings are from a poor struggling person surviving. So if I were to change my relationship about money, that means I have to really change. I have to change or be willing to look at my view of myself and my upbringing differently because that all equals where I stand now and how I think about things because had I had a different upbringing, I would have a different understanding of this. Now, being that I understand that, I have the ability to do something about it. So this is why I love like self-awareness and thinking and critical thinking and like deep thinking is because there's so much shit and if we just simplify and take a minute to kind of understand how we feel why we feel take responsibility and ownership of our own thoughts feelings and actions not have to blame anybody else that's going to put us in a good position and i know that's how i've gotten in a good position mentally like you guys all saw me go through my breakup and that was with kids and a house and all this shit like i put that it's all documented dude like from before going through it and then after all the way up till now and we're 83 episodes in and each one's like an hour fucking long almost so or longer i've fucking i've i've laid it out dude like and it doesn't get any more real than that dude like i've been real about this so this is a gift to myself and in turn it somehow is helping other people just because of that level of honesty and documentation and the and it's just really fucking powerful. So whether you want to be public about it or not, you don't have to. But keep a journal and make videos for yourself. Go back and watch them. There was before I would ever post anything, I used to record videos and then I would watch it back myself and I'd be like, "Oh shit. That's what I was talking about or that's how I say shit." Or I'd like I'm like, "Damn, I didn't even realize I did not get my point across. 
Like, holy shit, I said all this to not even get my point across? What the the fuck, you know? So, do the work while things are good. That that is kind of what this whole thing circles back to is we've got to do the work while things are good. And if things aren't good, we got to do the work to have them not terrible to get them on the path too good. Because if at least you would, let's say, you at least don't even step foot onto the path of doing good, but we at least point our arrow that way. We at least know where to point now. And that's the least you could do. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, dude, we could just, we got to at least just point ourselves and then start kind of going, you know, it's like driving from California to New York. You don't need to know the, you don't need to see all the way to New York to get there. You only need to see 15 feet in front of you at a time to be able to get there if you're driving you know what i'm saying so that's how life works and we need to just slow down it's like you can't drive faster than you can see and you can't see faster than you can drive does that make sense you can't see faster than you You can't see does that make sense you can't see faster than you can drive you cannot see I don't know if that makes it. Damn, I just really thought about that. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> what the fuck? You get the point, though. Whatever. Fuck it. Let's, I'll, man, that was weird. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Yeah, dude. So the point is, is we got to work on things while they're good. And the more that we do that, we don't have to come from this point of trying to fix shit. We don't have to fix things if we keep restoring integrity with the things that are slowly going out because we know they're going to go out and there's nothing bad or wrong about it. Absolutely nothing. At the same time, know when the whole technology of something or somebody is old or expired or not willing to upgrade And I speak on this, like I said, it doesn't even have to do with relationships. It has to do with yourself and your relationship to yourself. So I guess that's relationship. But I know when I say relationship, a lot of people go to typical like boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever. Like that's not what I'm talking about. I mean, that's part of it. It's just everybody and everything included. So, you know, like we're in this whole fucking sensitive climate and we're here to change that shit. That's why I'm here talking my shit and injecting some real life shit into it. And we need to stop being so fucking judgy, dude. And I was going to say with the island boys, man, everybody judge those guys like they're stupid, but you're talking about them. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody doesn't just, I mean, not, I'll save that for later. But the thing is, don't fucking hate people or think people are stupid just because they have tattoos or you think they look weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look weird for looking fucking normal fucking normal ass norman weirdo like (laughs) so you're on some boring shit go fucking put pennies in your loafers and fucking go tie your tie around your dick and put it in your ass because you're on some weirdo shit and you're fucking boring so but the thing is you already know that doesn't apply to you my listeners because everybody who listens to this is cool as fuck and definitely doesn't tie ties around their dick and put it in their ass so (laughs) Like I said, we're here to fucking talk some shit, but we're here to be respectful too and show some fucking love. Like those fucking, the Island Boy guys, I got love for them. I think they're fucking cool. I laugh. It's funny. It's entertaining. And that is one of the most catchiest things I've fucking ever heard in my life. So 
it's funny it's fun have fun man like we need that and for the record those guys are actually from cuba so everyone's like yeah you fucker florida's not an island like they were like, yeah, we know it's a peninsula. We're from Cuba, which is an island. So they <laughs> like, oh, I saw that. I was dying laughing. I was like, oh, man, like those guys are seemingly they're definitely smarter than they like appear and the then that the judgment of them is. I don't know a whole lot, but that's all I know. <laughs> so. I hope you guys enjoyed episode 83. Please sure, please be sure to go tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend and tell a friend because that's the only way that shit can grow. We run no fucking commercials, no ads, none of that bullshit. We give you fucking straight game just out of the fucking love of my heart for doing this. So uh, please leave a five-star written review wherever you can and share, like, post, go follow us on Instagram at damn dude podcast just like it's spelled and sounds and yeah remember people are people hippos are hippos and fucking let's make joking fun again (laughs) fuck guys i love you guys much love have a beautiful day damn dude and uh rooster tail official please take us out that's rooster at rooster t-a-l-e official much love have a beautiful day peace Damn, dude. Oh, that was the wrong thing. Nothing more, I'll push away.